Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Yo, we got to talk about ageism in hip hop. Now, there's very, um, there's certain topics that I'm more passionate about than others. Right, right. 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 This is one this is one of those topics that I was really wanting to get out. You know okay. what I mean? And I'm and I'm gonna I don't even know if I told you, but I'm gonna to explain to you and Futane Clan and our first time listeners and everyone tuning in, like how it even came to me. So of course you know the world is in a whole TikTok craze, right? People got you can literally find videos on TikTok for everything. So I was just going through right someone sent me a video and then after that video i was just swiping through but it a dude about eh, about 17 18 years old he looked about 17 18 right okay he made the video and it was a part one and it was saying rappers that we don't listen to anymore mm-hmm. and this was the thing so the first one he said he was like two chains you know what i mean he was like you 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 know, we liked you you did do some good songs back then or whatever but man yo we don't listen to your music no more you old bro we don't want to we don't listen to you no more and then he then he mentioned um what is the guy named yg something or maybe it was money bag yo really uh, it but it, it who it, um dang, who was the rapper that he a few months ago it was like a few months ago. His that set he was at video. They start shooting. Um, it's bad that I, I'm forgetting his name, but I don't really listen to his music. He's um, a young rapper. No, no, he's older. He's like he probably he's he's probably my age, like thirty. He's between thirty five and thirty nine for sure. It and it's not YG. I don't it, remember. It, it may be, but I'm, I can't remember okay. for sure if he said that. But I think that's the name he said, right? Okay. But it was like you, you had some good songs, but now you old, you washed up. Nobody don't, nobody want to hear you. Like, but what, what I'm noticing? So this, so I started getting upset. Not even because I'm the biggest Two Chain fan, the biggest YG fan. He named um, somebody else. He named like three, four people, and I'm just listening. And I literally wanted to slap this dude, right? Because the fucking ignorance to me that he was displaying to the public, right? I'm like, but I noticed the bias. It wasn't like the thing, I wouldn't have had a problem if he would have been like, you don't make good music. You have consistently not made good music for years now. We done with you. We ain't listening to you, right? Right. But that wasn't the thing. Every time he said, we don't listen to you, every each artist, he attached an age to it. And and eventually ended up saying you're old, you know what I mean, and so I didn't like that, but it it, it raised, it, it made me want to really flesh this topic out and deal with what you per coin perfectly ageism in hip hop, because I don't I don't like that for one, we are the only genre of music that put an age limit on our artists and tell them when they can no longer express the art that they love. No other genre do still touring today that was out when I was a child. Right. You don't even, you don't even find, think about classical. You ever, if you ever been to a symphony orchestra, 
yo, you don't even find any teens playing in that. Ain't no teens in the Boston uh, Philharmonic. Ain't no teens you, listening to it either, though. Right, right. But but still, the point is, like, nobody ever tells the violinists, even the violinists that start when they're young, nobody tells them when they're in their 50s, yo, you should hang up playing that violin. You ain't playing that Mendelssohn right. Like, <laughs> like nobody tells them that. You know, because nah. they understand this is something that's timeless. But before you weigh in, one more point, right? You know what I mean? And that is, I... I wasn't sure when we started out this podcast, right? Even up to today, before a few hours before we recorded, I didn't understand exactly what the point of the podcast was. Uh. Right? I know the great benefit. I know what we discuss. I know we give out jewels, all of that. But I, I figured out at least one thing. I'm not gonna say it's the only, but one of the things our podcast is for and has to be a staple in our brand of podcasting about hip-hop is myth busting in hip-hop okay yeah i agree i would say starting with ageism in hip-hop but really we did we we already did this myth busting with really starving artists with um homosexuality uh, writing Ghostwriting, homosexuality, misogyny, uh, starving yep. artists, ageism is the next one on the back. But you're right. Uh, Myth-busting is something we need to be doing here. And I think it's it's important. And if it's not myth-busting, it's, yeah. if it's not myth-busting, it's explaining why the myth persists. Right. Oh, sorry. And weigh in real quick on the second part of that is removing stigmas. Mm-hmm. Removing unnecessary stigmas from hip-hop that's what we do yeah absolutely i agree and this is one of them that you can be dope and you can make pretty much the same type of music that you've been making that people fell in love with you for making but it seems to be more prominent now than ever to me since you know i mean i've been listening to hip-hop is that telling someone they too old or just because you are old, that that automatically equates to you washing up, which is a fallacy because that's to say if you're young and you make music that automatically makes you good just because you're young making music. No. That's counterproductive to anything. Well, there's there's okay. You can look at you can look at uh music like sports for this analogy, right? Uh-huh. You're super energetic and you have all the for lack of a better word, energy, young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then you get skilled and you reach what people would call your prime. Mm-hmm. And typically in sports, after you pass your prime, you retire. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing that the people that 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 uh, athletes long for, I think outside of what they say the camaraderie, like they all say the camaraderie is number one. But I would say, number two, the thing that they starve for after their prime, when they have to retire, are the likes, are the fans, are the cheers, is the adoration, right? Yeah. In hip-hop, you get all the energy, just like athletes when you're younger. You see what I'm saying? So you might be hotter 
Cause you mm-hmm. got all the energy. When you're in your prime, you might be able to maintain that energy because your skill mm-hmm. has increased. You see what I'm saying? Like you're better at it. You you know more about what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? So you you're better at songs. So and you're better at videos. You're better at performing. You should be in your prime. Now there's gonna be a point where you may be what they're called past your prime, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is you still want the adoration. You wouldn't have to worry about ageism at all if you would let go of the adoration and the mm-hmm. likes and continue to create art. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you go ahead and create art, then there's no reason for you to have to let go of the art form that you love. Ageism shouldn't affect you. If, you, if you're looking for that shine, if you're looking for that heat and that intensity that you had early in your career, then yes, ageism is going to affect you because... The people that are the people that attach themselves most to music, I think, are young. You know what I mean? Like I love music differently now. I think I love yeah. it as much, but it's definitely differently now than it was when I was young. I, I don't attach it to my life the way I did then. So if you're making music and wanting people of your age bracket to attach it to their lives, then that's you're not gonna get that same effect. So you have to understand that the effect that you're looking for has to change. Mm-hmm. And that way of ageism will affect you less. But if you if you looking to stay in your prime or stay in that hot spot the whole time, or if that's what we if that's what we're looking for, uh if we're looking for labels to give artists of of uh stature, I will say, vintage artists, if we're looking for labels to give them that level of attention, it's never gonna happen. Because that's not where the money is. Mm-hmm so to speak that's not where that's not where the maximum dollar is so labels are gonna spend money where the maximum dollar is they're not gonna they're not gonna spread it out like we know they should because it's healthy for the art you know they will age you out if you don't decide to take it in upon your own hands you know what I'm saying take it take it upon yourself to keep creating art and keep putting it in the world if you don't do that yeah you're gonna get aged out but you right. should get aged out because it's not about the art for you maybe that you know what I mean Exactly, and that's the point. That's yeah. If, if you're trying to, you know, to stay hot and all of that, you playing the game, basically, mm-hmm. the money mm-hmm. game. The, the, you're doing the business music, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're doing that, then uh, yeah, eventually, then, then I think when it comes to that, yeah, you can age out or be aged out, right? But uh, if you're just if you're not chasing that, you're just making, trying to make good music, timeless music, there's no way. And even if the young people, the younger crowd that are attaching themselves to music more than maybe the older people, even if they are not attaching themselves to your music that you're making now, right, in your later years, right. they can at least say, damn it, he still rhyme. He still make good music, you know what I mean? Even right. if they, like, but I ain't fucking with it, but you know what I mean? But it shouldn't be like automatically you're old, get out of here. Unless you white. But the, the, but the thing is, good. is the, I like your analogy, but the only difference with that is when it comes to sports, when you deal with uh, like the NFL, they got a certain amount of time, like a, a certain amount of time that they're going to be able to play the game. Even with baseball, a pitcher has a certain amount of time. He's going to have certain, a few, a certain amount of years. Uh, well, hockey, all of that because of because it's got physical impact. 
Right. So the wear and tear on their body as they get older, like you got some sports that has a longer, the career span is longer uh, than others. But that's what I'm saying when it comes to um, when it comes to hip hop and music is actually is beautiful because it's one of the few talents, you know, what I mean, outside of sporting arena, other yeah. stuff that that you can just keep doing if well, you can because you can do it. You know what I'll you know what I'll throw in there as your to 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 be the the impact on your body in hip hop. Mm-hmm. It might not necessarily yeah. be an impact to your body, but it represents that is the narrative mm-hmm. that you choose is the, in the beginning of your career. If you uh, choose the wrong narrative, that's just like choosing football over baseball. If you choose football over baseball, you're going to have a shorter career on average. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If you choose the wrong narrative, you're going to have a shorter career on average. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of the example that you've highlighted, I think, uh, multiple times with 50 Cent. He chose a narrative that it wouldn't make. Imagine. So now I'm. it seems like I'm kind of arguing against my point. I'm not, but I'm, I'm only highlighting what you just said, which is a great point and for consideration for new artists. <laughs> um is the reason why the rock stars, the country stars, the all the other genre stars can still tour and still do their thing at 60 and 70 is because their music still makes sense for their persona, yeah. right? Now, when you're 70, <laughs> when, 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 when 50 Cent is 60 years old, no, like it's going to be very hard trying to yeah. sell that yeah. or be the person that he was or the persona that he adopted and came into the game with performing, you know, I don't in the uh, club. It's gonna look crazy. It's gonna look crazy. Yeah. So now that you got to that point, I have some things here I wanna be like Okay. If we uh the dominant narrative Yeah of this genre. What would you say the dominant narrative? If it like three three dominant narratives, three words three different things that would be the dominant narrative of hip hop. What would you say they would be? Uh one main one is like street life. Okay. Um street life is street life, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, but okay. So, uh wow. Street life um uh I don't even know what to call it, but I'm the best rapper narrative. Braggadocious, okay. Braggadocious, street, and then, um, then like, I would say, uh, boss. Okay. So, so the three that I have are crime, party, and sex. Like the three most dominant, dominant narratives Uh, in hip hop. You know what I mean? To me, yeah. crime, parties, mm-hmm. and sex. Yeah, or, part- or sex and or drugs. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I see that. You know what I mean? But if That's we so party. If, we, if we scroll over, and what would you say the dominant narrative of pop music is? Be happy, party. Party and love. That's what I got written down. Mm-hmm. All right, rock music. 
Yeah, it's funny because it's changed so much, but I I think the same thing would be party. Yeah, it's I got rebellion, drug culture, rebellion, rebellion, drug, love and party. That's what I got. And in country music, I actually have home life, love Love. and party. Mm -hmm. R and B, love and sex, and then party. Absolutely right. That's funny. I see what you're doing. I see you're a good lawyer. You're good, man. That boy bad now. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> I see what you're doing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But but you see what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. is is the dominant narrative of hip hop childish, which doesn't allow our artists to age. Mm. Uh, yes. I think absolutely a lot of times in hip hop, the artists adopt a narrative that don't allow them to age well, mm-hmm. and, and which ends up making them irrelevant. Because number one is no one can buy into it anymore. Right, and if it's the dominant narrative, then it's the face of hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. If the dominant narrative is childish, then the face of hip hop is childish. So once you get older, you no longer represent the face of hip hop. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's something that we could probably fix internally. How would the labels respond to it? Probably not favorable. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But, yeah. but if the labels don't respond to it favorable, it's fine. Because we are in the age of what I might call, how might, how might I say this thing? The decade, uh, the ageism died, I think. Mm. We're like, we in that era where ageism can die if we kill it. Because it exists. It exists. It's a real thing. Yeah, it is. It's it a is. real thing. Now, but, but it, now what's funny is for, oh man. Mm. See, a lot of what is going to end up happening it's a lot. It's a lot of ways to, to dissect this thing. Now, what's going to happen is a lot of things that young artists was perceiving as hate on them by older generation. Yeah. As they get older, they're going to understand, oh, this yeah. wasn't hate. I get what you was trying to say because now nobody wants to hear me. So I'm aged out, meaning like I feel like it. it Meaning, we already discussed how everyone hopped in hip-hop. It's a lot of people. We had an influx of artists, not because they loved the artistic expression, and they really were a true artist in love with this culture and music, right. but they hopped in because it was a money train. Exactly. So like, Yo, if you can sing a little jingle, if you can just come up with the simplest thing, with the right beat, with the right dance, with the right with the right melody, you can pop and make money. Right. And so you got a bunch of starving people, which I don't, it's a double-edged sword because I don't fault the people because right. you look at the dominant of black people in America who makes up, you know, mo- the, the basically most of the hip-hop music industry, they're living with, with, with super disenfranchised, come from very impoverished areas. So I understand any legal way out and it's legal is better than an illegal route. So right. that became the new hustle. Now, that's good and bad. It's good because, okay, instead of you picking up a pack and going to sell it and getting locked up and becoming a statistic, you actually are trying to adopt the art form and get money that way. The only problem is 
even yo, whether you do something illegal or illegal, do the shit with integrity. Boom. That's a you know fact. what I mean? Yeah. And if they would have did it with integrity, okay, you can get music, but at least try to be good. At least understand what you are, you know what I mean, getting into. Yeah. When you join yeah. into this hip hop culture as an artist. You know what I mean? Because if not, then you are going to age out. What you're talking about is going to age out. Yeah. And yeah. your and style of your music style is going to age style out. Of music All of is it. Going, and we'll never mention you again. Yep. But guess what? I don't give a damn if we doing this podcast in 2055, we still going to mention Kane. We Facts. still want to mention Cole. 30, 40 years from now, we still will mention Kendrick. Yep, yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, because yep. these are people that actually love the music and pursued it with integrity. Now, to the point that you was making about um, us being able to kill it in this time frame, I accredit jay-z a lot with with that him him and, and nas too because no none of these people are really young nas jay jim jones just dropped the classic he, you know a year or two ago these none of these people are young you all of them I mean? are older Everybody than me 40. all of them are older than me <laughs> yeah yeah and me so but jay being his age and then putting out 444 and he's showing you how to be dope because some this is what happens and and this is going back to the guy on the TikTok that sparked this topic for me. They see older as corny. Like you suppose you you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. get older is you're lame, you're out of touch, you're corny. But Jay made getting older fly. He made it fly and to us. I'm gonna tell you. It, he made it fly to us. Might not be fly to them, but nobody says four 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 is a whack album. No. Nah. Nah, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what the, what, the, what the issue is though, because it's funny you bring up Jay and you and you brought me right to something that I wanted to bring up. Uh, Young Thug was in a Billboard magazine interview. Some year, matter of fact, it was in 2015, and he said Jay ill a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He was like, Yo, Jay one of the illest, but I never I never buy Jay Z's music. Jay Z's too old. He was like 30, 40. You know what I'm saying? Like he. He, you know what I mean, like 50, 40, 50 years old, like, when I get his age, I won't even be, you know, I probably won't even be doing what Jay-Z's doing right now. You see what I'm saying? But this is him in 2015, fresh in the game, young, don't know nothing. You see what I'm saying? This is how he spoke on Jay-Z. Now, in right. an interview with T.I. this year, yeah, on Expeditiously, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, the same man spoke about Jay-Z was like, yo, Jay-Z supposed to give us all the secrets and all the keys that he know because <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And he was like, yo, I'm way closer to 40 than I am 20. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? He's on there talking about longevity. He's on there talking about, you know, you yeah, it, yeah. It, that's speaking to your point. Exactly. So what they, what the, what the younger artists, but I think this may be the age or the, or the, the or the era that ageism dies is because you have that connection. Like Thug is still an artist that connects with younger people. Mm. And if they listening to what he's saying, they're getting that gem because that connection is being made because we're in an era where the artists can sit and talk to each other without Source Magazine right. having to be involved. And, and a person can sit and listen to a conversation like this. And, and right. if a smart kid is going to get perspective from this. 
a numbskull is going to be like, yo, I ain't studying them old heads. You know what I mean? But we understand that that old head syndrome, it, all the kids don't feel that way. Actually, most of them don't even feel that way. The ones that feel that way, the most, of, mo, the ones that feel like we old heads and not OGs, is the ones that done got sons somewhere along the line. Right. They done got disrespected or played yeah. to the left, or you see what I'm saying, or sunned, or you know what I mean, or or, or disappointed or let down. Like that's the ones that's old old headedness. But the ones that's most of us that's gonna big bro you an OG, you to death. Right, right, right. That right there lets you know they want the information. So we have the opportunity, especially with all this technology, to end ageism in hip-hop, especially because we can go direct to consumer. Right, true. Because we know that the labels is not going to support this. Right. The people mm-hmm. will. Like, there's music that I want to hear that will relate to me differently than what an 18-year-old to 20-year-old to 25-year-old MC is doing. You know what I mean? There's some nice 35 to 45-year-old MCs that can make heat that I can relate to better than I can what a 21 or 22-year-old person can make. They should still be making that music. And if the label ain't going to support it, it's plenty of ways to get it to the people because Spotify exists, SoundCloud exists, United Mm -hmm. Masters exists, YouTube exists. You understand what I'm saying? Instagram exists. Right. Facebook, where all the old people all exist. Right. Graveyard social media. Yep. You know what I mean? Wait, that's what they say. But it's it's all of what you... I mean... That, that's just my personal... Nah, that's what I call it. You, I might, you might call it that right. For real. For real. This is real talk, right? Uh-huh. For the level of conversations that we're having, where do you think our audience is? On Instagram or on Facebook? Well, I'm going to say Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to say they are Instagram too. Yeah, but they're not paying attention to nothing but pictures on Instagram, bro. Yeah, that's true. They're not clicking no links. Old people ain't clicking no links on Instagram. They ain't doing nothing but scrolling and liking, fam. They're not going, they're not clicking through to your YouTube videos, none of that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The people that can understand the intellect that we dropping on mass. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They on Twitter, but it's a lot going on on Twitter. You got to get their attention. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I get it, but yeah. Oh man. When you you got to know who the people are, like they Instagram, like they we gotta be talking about something salacious. On Instagram. Yeah. 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 Word. So. But yeah, I mean, ages a man. I don't know. Huh. So, I guess the thing is, do you want critical acclaim or do you want popularity? Well, I get that. What is good? What does putting out good music bring you? Which one? Putting out quality music brings you critical acclaim. Okay. Now, over time, it might get popular, but it, it the quality okay. the quality okay. of the music ain't dictating the the yeah. critical acclaim. I mean, the, the popularity of it. As right. we, especially in the in, in the music business, in in the business music that we that we talking about. Right. Well, then, well, then, uh, uh, the, the artists better focus on being critically acclaimed. <laughs> that's all they should. That, but that's all they should ever be focused on. Right. And because when because when you study all of the greats that we even mentioned, when you talk about top five, this or that, right? 
all of the great ones that you'll mention, they focused on the art first. Yeah. And being good at that. Because if you're so nice, you ain't going to get overlooked. The popularity came. Nas focused on being dope first, and then he got popular. Right. Same with Jay when he reinvented himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same with Big. He focused on being nice. Even somebody like, even somebody like Pop, even as popular as he Pop, got, right. he mm-hmm. was. If you think, if you listen to anybody talk about his recording sessions, he was focused on getting his art off. Right. He yeah. was focused on getting it off. Like mm-hmm. move on to the next one. Like y'all do that. I'm gonna get mine off. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like he was an artist. He let the he let the producers be an artist in their own right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but he was an artist and he was cranking out art at a at a at a you know what I'm saying insane level. But that's what it was about. It was about the art. It's about getting his shit off. You know what I mean. So I mean that's the thing. There's a few ways I think we can take care of this problem ourselves, though, man. Like, mm-hmm. for one, continue these conversations between younger artists and older artists. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to make sure that's continued. Like, that conversation between Thug and and T.I., I think, was important. Because Thug probably don't even remember saying that about Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. You know? But if you read it, you like, damn, this nigga hate like hell. Like, damn. This, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you say he ill, but you discredit, just like that TikTok video, because of his age, you... you it, all, all he, all he's doing right now is invalid to you. Right. That's insane. But hip hop is young, though. So we, we, I like to say this is the first time we're gonna have to go through this, but this is the only time we're gonna get to go through it. Mhm. So we really are responsible for doing something about it. Right. I will say this. I think it. Some things naturally work itself out, right? Um, and then sometimes you got to be active in helping it work out. I think both is happening. I think this whole ageism thing is naturally being worked out. But like you said, the comment, uh, but I think there's a part that we have to actively be involved to help it too, which is like you're saying, the conversation, keeping the conversations going. But when you look, this is to me in this time frame, this new era, so to speak. You see a lot of younger artists and older artists collabing. I haven't seen that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I'm just throwing this out as an example. Like, uh, uh, Jim Jones featuring uh, Lil Dirt and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, you're just seeing a lot of features. You Like, nowadays the time you see a lot of that. Um, that you didn't see so much back in the day. I'm going to tell you one thing. I, I think you see it more now because the older artists of today realize that they have to reach back. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? They have to reach back. They they know it. If they don't, then their relevance is going to only exist with the people that grew up with them. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think artists, older artists from eras before, I don't think were as willing to reach back. One, because there was a huge stylistic change. Huge. Huge. So an uh, older artist jumping on a newer artist record at the time 
during our era sounded strange as shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like even Rakim sounded bad next to people yeah. in the era. So it it Big Daddy Kane didn't sound right next to you see what I'm saying? It just because the mm-hmm. eras the the style changed so much. I think people like Jay, people like Jim Jones, like those types of people, I think they were so influential on the era that came after them and they stayed relevant style wise that mm-hmm. made them made it able to be more collabs. You know what I'm saying? It created that ability for more collaboration between the age groups. Right. Now, I think the other thing is these artists are doing what they have to do to get that critical acclaim, but they making their last stabs at that relevancy. Yeah. And that attention. Mm Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Because the records that they're doing as collab records with younger artists, I don't know that the younger artists are bringing anything to the record other than the newer sound. Right. I don't know if they bring anything gym-wise or content-wise. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? But they bring in that sound that makes that record sound fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. You know... I, I but I but it's but it's necessary, it's needed. I like mm-hmm. it. You know, I like it. I like, you know. But there's a few names I wrote down, right? Artists that's thirty six and above, thirty five and above, like Pusha T, Two Chains, Rhapsody, uh, you know what I'm saying? There's tons of them. Yeah. Jim Jones, you know, mm-hmm. uh they're all relevant and they all doing numbers. But I think what we have to realize for ages to really die in this era, what we have to realize is that all of those artists are popular, but they're not popular to a certain age group. Right. Some of these artists don't even exist to a certain age group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's okay. It's perfectly okay. Right. You, you And you just reminded me of something. Um, and I don't know if it's... <laughs> I don't know if it's so much what the artists are... Their, their content or what they're saying that the younger don't like. Or if it's just the fact that they owe or a mix of the two. Because now check it, right? This, this is the other thing I meant to tell you about that um, that was kind of funny but it was funny but it also added to me wanting to bring this topic up with the TikTok I'm doing a, a photo shoot here right yeah. at my place with, with these two girls one of them I think she said she was 25 and her friend must have been 25 or 24 something like that but they between 23 and 25 right and so we playing music now the one that I'm shooting she be up on a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? She love uh, Jed or J.I.D. She love Boogie. She loves certain uh, certain new artists and certain new, like, artists that be rapping, right? Okay. So we exchange music sometimes. Like, she she put me on to the, the two rapping girls from London, Gifted Gabs and mm-hmm. Blonde. Mm-hmm. Like, times. So I'll be like, yo, you ever heard of Shay Noir? She had never heard of her. So I play that 
for her after she told me about the, those two girls yeah. that she put on to. We just taking turns playing different music on, on you know what I mean, the speaker. So she liked Shay Noir. She like, oh, yeah, she dope, right? Then one of Shay Noir's songs plays that's featuring 38 Special. Mm, okay. And they laughed him out the room. Yeah, he sounded like a cartoon character to them. Right. Yo, now let me tell you what he said. And this is one of the lines he said, can't give some of these new niggas drugs. They might try it. Right? He was saying, like, like yeah. that was the line. They was like, this old nigga. Like, <laughs> literally. Literally laughed, said that he sounded like an East Coast E-40. They said that's how he sounded. Wow. I guess, like, yeah, yeah. Like Sonic, and I, I know what they're hearing. Right, That's, right. You, you know the first thing I say is they said he sound like a cartoon character. Right, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they I know like, what they're hearing. Sound like the East Coast E40, but then they was really laughing at that line, and this is where it brings me to the content thing, because they're thinking like, this is the drug game. What the fuck you mean they might try it? We they're do supposed drugs. To try That's what exactly. we do. Like, they was like, see, this old nigga. Literally, that's what the other girls said. This old nigga. Then they, like, mocked him, like, uh, like, oh, don't try, like, try, might try the drugs. They didn't want to hear shit he had to say. Rest of the wow. verse. Right? Then, one more. Then we, we I play um, R.J. Payne. Like, I play an R.J. Payne song for the girl because she's really in the bars, right? But even that, it, it, and so I'm just studying, though. Because it's music we both like. It's music that I like. She didn't like. And it's some stuff she like. I don't like. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm 39. They're 23 to 25. Right? So, the RJ Payne, literally, after, I ain't even fronting, like, seven seconds of one of the songs I played that I thought was going to be a song that they would like. Right? After about seven seconds, the two girls are mocking dude to each other while his verse is playing like yo I splatter you this I do that to you like oh yo super animated laughing it was like I come through and I do this and I do that they like like, man I don't want to hear that but that's the catch though like (laughs) it's it's certain it's certain types of hip hop that just don't speak to a certain generation, right? Right. To the masses right. of that generation. Absolutely. But it's enough of us out here that they could be dumb popular. Right. That's they might true. not be multi-millionaires. You see what I'm right. saying? Like based off sales yeah, and tools. Become, but they can they be good. Have to, you know what I mean? For sure. They can make music for a living. Right. Make music. That's the thing. Make music for a living. Yeah, that's the goal. Love that. You'll settle. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll take it. I'll take that every day, twice on Sunday, three times on Monday. Right, you know what I mean. But that—that—that's—that's that's, I think a good point. I think too many people thinking. I'm talking about the older people. I have to do something to be popular and to get this money and all of this. When you could do what you do without compromising your musical integrity, and still there's enough. It's, it's like it's enough to go around. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like hair, like Rakim, juice. I got enough to go around. Like, listen, it's enough. Like you just said, it's enough out here for you to be popular amongst a particular demographic yep. of your peers and hip hop listeners that you can live off your art. And yeah. that's great. Yeah. You may not reach Drake status off it, but you can live 
comfortable and live off your art, which is good. You was blessed with a talent. You cultivated it and you're reaping benefits of right. it so much so that you don't got to go check in and clock in at a Walmart. Fact. That's good. That's and, a win. And, and let me tell you a secret out there in, in YouTube land and podcast land. You was never going to be as popular as Drake anyway. <laughs> right. That shit wasn't going to happen. Right. So, so you know what I mean? You're not, you not settling. Yeah, you you're winning. Not. Let me tell you something. And this is something and this is something that Nunu told me a long time ago. New scene priceless. You know what I mean? One of the nastiest MCs oh, I yeah. know. Nice. Nice. Shout out to Nunu, right? Oh. But he told me, bro, me and you achieved every single thing in music we ever set out to achieve. Mm. Every single thing we ever wanted to achieve, we did. We might not have done it on the level that we dreamt of doing it. But it's mm. up to us to gauge what the success is. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, if we put the success way out there, then the, the stardom and the and the legendary status and the we didn't get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if we if if we say we wanted to set out to uh, be major label record producers, drop albums, you see what I'm saying? Have the respect of people knowing we super nice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we mm-hmm. did every single thing we set out to do. You right. know what I mean? Own music studios, work, slept, ate music. Mm-hmm. For years on end, every single thing we set out to do, we did. Right. I think that's. I think that's a. That's a Zen approach of. Uh, that's a Zen approach to the way I think these people need to look at the 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 rest of their careers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't don't try to relive what that was. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Understand that there's there's if if, I think most of these most of these. Legacy artists need to understand that if they ain't out there creating great art, that that shit won't exist. Right. That piece of art that you decided that you was going to create will not exist if you don't create it. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you think it needs to be there, and this shit, this is me and you, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. like, I don't need to be popular. I just need to be nice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. You know what I mean? I need to be popular. I just need to be nice. Right, and, and and yeah, that's that's a great point. And um, I'm just thinking, this is an, <clears throat> this will go for every artist because nobody stays young forever. Even the artist that just came out a year ago, he's a year older this year, Thanks. right? And he's only going to keep getting older by the day, right? So what all of the artists need to understand, need to do, I think one of the things is just as rappers we need to learn to do is embrace your individual evolution mm. because that's going to impact the way I, the way I saw and the things I listened for and the way I interpret it. For instance, Mob deep infamous album, when it came out back then in my, in my teenage years yeah. is not the way I interpret it, hear it, at 39, I'm picking up on nuances in the music now that I didn't even care about then. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. So what I'm saying is, as people grow, as you age, you're going to evolve, and y- your perception is going to change mm-hmm. because the individual is changing. So your your perspective on the world, life, yourself, your family, all of that is going to evolve with you. So you can't say the same. So it looks crazy if you got a person that's 50 years 
old, 45 years old, trying to imitate or do their best rendition of uh, Lil Dirt Gunner. Yeah, you know what I mean? Crazy. Or the younger self. Like, you can't go backwards. That's what people are saying. Stop trying to go backwards. You can go forward and become progressively um, better at each level that you go to with the new. Uh, and that's the thing about the musical integrity. If you always was about being dope, you'll say, okay, you're out of the, your younger phase. You're in an older phase now, a different stage of your life and evolution. Right. But it's something new that you can articulate it's a new type of content but you can still if you're nice you can still make it palatable to uh to the average listener exactly and you know what's funny is i think that's what speaking to that two tiktok that started this whole conversation i think that's what two chain isn't doing two chains with the music that he's releasing i feel like he's trying to create the level of energy that he was five to six years ago. We've watched we've watched him grow. We know who he is. Like now is he need to be oh, the only thing he needs to be worried about is critically acclaimed critical acclaim and legacy from here on out. Right. You see and, what I'm saying? Because right. that's a that's a that's a in my opinion, that's a, a reinvention. Mm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Everybody know they can party with you. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you transition into this grown man MC, then you see what I'm saying? That's going to pique the interest of the people that 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 rock with you five or six years ago because they done grew up too. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's also going to give people that's in your actual age bracket something right. that they can, with some meat on it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, but that, but, but you have to let go of something. You got to sacrifice something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to have to let go of something. And it's okay. And it's okay. And I think ageism has worked against us because we wasn't able to let go of that thing. And labels knew we wasn't able to let go of it. And so because you're not able to let go of it, you underperforming, we squeeze you out. Right. And it's always going to be more beneficial to us to sign somebody younger and dumber because we can beat them over the head. This is your third contract. You want real money. Get the fuck out of here. We're going to make your next record tank. You see what I'm saying? Because you're looking for too much money. We don't really want you around here no more. You know what I mean? So, your ass. <laughs> with your old ass. You see what I'm saying? Because, you, because you're too smart. You've gotten too wise. Right, right. <laughs> so this is deeper. These are deeper reasons for ageism here. You see what I'm saying? Like you sit around a label for for three record cycles, right? You smart. It's time for five record cycles. If you was an old head, and now 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 you ran up, and they looking at you like shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I'm when when you say that when we look at people like a Nas and a J with you know ten or more albums. You 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 see they imagine them still just being just being signed to a label. No way, no, no way. way, no, no reason, and no reason. You know no. what I mean? Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, they gonna have that. They was they had to go like Jay had to go somewhere and start his own situation to continue being an artist and make what he was worth. Right. Otherwise, if he was dependent on a label to do it for him, 
that he'd have been squeezed out. You wouldn't even be talking. We wouldn't even be talking about Jay Z right now. Right. The way we talk about Jay Z, if he depended, wow, I had never really considered it that way. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be talking about that man this way. They'd have squeezed him out. They'd have made sure his career was a dud. Yeah. You and know? and and if they did that early enough, he wouldn't even be at the status we're talking about. Because to say if that would have happened after Hard Not Life Volume Two, you which you don't particularly like that album, but he would right. he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't have been around. We we definitely wouldn't be singing his praises. Nope. I mean, if they'd have got hold to him, if he'd have signed a regular record deal. I mean, we okay. Just for conspir- uh, like uh, comparison's yeah. sake, we see how yeah. late in life Nas signed a record deal. Like he signed to Def Jam when Jay Z was president there. You see what I'm saying? Now, yeah, say yeah. at that late in his career, De- Jay Z had decided to sign a deal. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think even then, they would have found a way to squeeze him out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. You know. I don't think it would. I don't think it would have worked because it's always in the label's best interest to deal with somebody that's lesser informed and younger. Absolutely, because that's more money for them. Right, especially when you asking for what you worth. They're like, hell no, nah, you know, you can't get that, family. <laughs> you can't get that. Can't, hell no, nah, you can't get what you worth. Yeah, you know. So, you know, <laughs> we have to worry. We have to. We have to. I think this is one of these conversations, like you said, we need to have this conversation more often with, with aspiring artists. So, but the, 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 the hardest thing for us to overcome in trying to end ageism in hip hop is mm-hmm. that narrative though. Yeah. That's the hardest thing for us to overcome. There's ways for us to work around the labels. There's ways for us to work around, yeah. you know what I mean, everything except for us choosing the wrong narrative early in career. And so many of us choosing that narrative, that that narrative is the childish face of hip hop. Right, which automatically make which automatically introduces ageism exactly. into yeah. hip hop even by default. By yeah. default. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to do. We have to figure that out. If we get if we get influence people to to shift their narrative some. Like I received a song today from one of my young boys. Song fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean hook hot beat fire. Like he could pick beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's fire. But this dude after he sent it to me, he he texted me and said he he got to redo one part because it sounded like he said he started trapping. But what he actually said is, so I started rapping. Um, so what this, so, but I thought he was saying, so I started trapping. Mm-hmm. It's song gangster as hell. <laughs> He's gangster. Like he talking wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's fire, but it's, bro, you talking way too, like I know you, son. Like you talking. Yeah. Wow, I was surprised when he said he was changing it, so he started rapping. Like you might right. as well said trapping. The rest yeah. of the song is wow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But I, I think 
you know, but that's one of the situations. It's one of the situations where I could, t- I could call them and talk to them and be like, okay, how can you write this song that's truer to what you actually are and what you actually, what I feel like you're actually trying to say? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Because it's because it. I feel like what he's trying to say is all these things are the decisions I could have made. Except, so I, but I started rapping. But that ain't what you hear. Right. Maybe I need to listen closer. But you see what I'm saying? But it's just that narrative <laughs> thing. It's the, it's. The, I'm just saying the narrative that they choosing is the narrative they see. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. All that mm-hmm. to say, the narrative they choosing is the narrative they see. Yeah, I, I'm just um, I'm thinking about four four four, and I'm just thinking about <clears throat> how Jay Z did that, um, and like how he made music. See, I think this is I think this is and I think this is the artist struggle or dilemma. Okay. With getting older, like say if you do have longevity in the game, the first album came out, his first J first album '96 solo project, right? And then here he is releasing four four four. What three years ago in twenty seventeen? Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's a long time to be in the game, right? So I'm X amount of years older. I'm not that person I was in '96, but it's like that persona. I think people struggle with how do I. How do I remain, quote unquote, my true self at this age, my true self to what I was saying back then and now? Like, damn, if I can't talk about that, it's like I don't have nothing to talk about. But I think to me, Jay-Z solved the the dilemma. But let me say this, the dilemma can only be solved if and only if you always was worried about being nice first. And the second, because he he's able to marry together what could be arguably two adverse things. He's able to still still talk like he's able to update his street street talk into a past tense while talking about where he presently is in his life and make it make sense and weave it together, right? He didn't he didn't ever he never lost himself he, he still he he still maintains the quote for lack of better words the old jay-z but he married it with the new evolved jay-z but i'm so talented me speaking as him i'm so talented and gifted at writing i can marry these two things together and give you something fresh and new okay uh, I, got, and so, I, got, I got i got like on marcy me where you talk about past things uh right but I have a question. I have a yeah. question. I have a question. Um, would you, was there ever a time, thinking back, mm-hmm. in Jay Z's career where you felt like he was currently hustling? Whether where you feel like the narrative was he was hustling at the moment. He was selling drugs right then. Um. No. I've never felt like that about any artist. Nah, I'm talking about the narrative. Did you feel like his narrative was that at that point in time while he was while he was saying the rhymes, that his narrative was that he was a drug dealer? No. All of it starting from reasonable doubt, if you listen, 
all of it was pretty much past tense. That's why it works. Because he was right. always doing it. Right. And, and, and. You see what I'm saying? He didn't never, he never had to stop hustling while he was rapping. Right. I get what you're saying. And the funny thing is, uh, and I take that back because Nori, Nori was still selling crack in 97 when T.O.N.Y. came out. That uh, when World yeah. Report album came out, and but and you can tell, yeah. right? And it was in present tense. But uh, but he hasn't had a career Jay Z has had either. But uh, but he was smart enough to do some other things in music though. But uh, but I will say this: Jay Z, he chose the right narrative. He was never he never felt like he was presently saying he was doing it at that moment. And I'll say one reason why is is honestly he couldn't. Right. Right. Because he's coming off of that. Right. If you listen to like drug dealers anonymous where he said before reasonable drop, the jury hung. Mm -hmm. Right. He had just came out of a case. So he's smart enough to know I'm not going to talk. Whatever. All right. Even if I was doing it, I'm going to make it seem like it was 10 years ago. This is pre my rap phase. I, t- I get it, and I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. But the but point, the, the answer is yes. The point is, is no. Is, I mean, no. I never felt like he was selling drugs at the moment. Right. So he, right. he, it, it. Rick Ross, on the on the other hand, will tell you he's hustling right now in his raps. Yeah, you you kind of yeah you kind of making me about to bomb on a few people. But yeah, go ahead. You see what I mean? Like yeah. Fifty Cent. Was a killer. Not he. I will kill you. You see what I'm saying? I'm looking for you now. You see what I'm saying? Like niggas is looking for me. I'm wearing the vest now. You see what I'm saying? All this stuff. So once the beef died down and once the problems died down, then you just got to wrap around your home life, like four four four. Not yeah. for real. Like like your home life, because that's what four 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 is about. It's home life. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because you've been rapping about your own life the whole time. Right. 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 True. You know what I mean? Like your home life can be interesting if you've been rapping about your whole your own life the whole time. Well, I, you just solved it. What people are going to have to do is dismantle their created personas that is 90% for mo- 90% of the rap artists is a facade and they actually going to have to rap about the person that they are. That's the catch. That right there. That right there is how you end ageism in hip hop completely across the board. If you can get the dominant narrative in hip hop to be closer, you see what I'm saying? An embellishment right. of who you are, not a fictitious character, mm-hmm. an embellishment of who you are, mm-hmm. then then you won't age out if you're nice. Right. You, right. There, there's, you're less, nice. there's less chance of you aging out if you're nice. Right, absolutely. I totally agree because you're closer to authenticity, and the irony of it is that will be when, or if that happens, that will finally be when hip hop artists are actually keeping it real. Yep, that's the closest. What we're proposing that artists do is the closest thing in hip hop to ever being keeping it real. What hip hop says is is anyway. To right. keep it real, genre. If it does right. it, if if hip hop, if hip hop does what it says it is, if it wow, who how did that uh Drake Drake said it? 
once you believe you are who you see in the mirror or some some way he put that like people mm. afraid of you once you are who you believe you are like you see what i'm saying yeah. once hip-hop becomes who it says it is like who it believes hey. it is yeah then ageism is out of the window it's out of the window i mean that's easy but so are we do so are we is this one another one of those flaws of hip-hop like one of those mutations are we <laughs> shackling ourselves from the inside just like ghostwriting yes we are and, and and we lifted the veil off of it and now the those who listen to it the, the information is out there the perspective is out there we gotta yeah yeah, yeah well, i think we highlighted what we see as a problem and and addressed it and gave a, a solid solution i think so i think so i think yeah you just have to we just have to be honest about you know Are we causing our own problem, or at least we adding to it? You see what I'm saying? I think we definitely we giving them fuel to age us out. If we stop giving them fuel, then we get the win. I mean, that's really what it boiled down to. To me, and that fuel is picking that wrong narrative and chasing the uh, the popularity versus the acclaim critical mm-hmm. acclaim you know and if people don't understand what we mean by critical acclaim we mean like your peers understanding your greatness you see what i'm saying the the you know the the people that understand art understanding what it is that you did was great like if you can get that then you should be able to make a career you might not be drake but your ass wasn't gonna be drake no way Right. <laughs> yeah. But you can make a career off this thing. And that should be the goal. That should be the goal. That should be the goal. Yeah. I don't know, bro. What you think? You think we did enough on this one? Yeah. And we may have to revisit it at some point. See how things go. <laughs> hey, we'll be here, God willing. You know what I'm saying? Shall yeah. I? We'll be here. So yeah. we, we definitely going to circle back to the topic, man. Because hopefully it'll be some progress made, yo. Uh, man, I am hoping. I am hoping so. I think so. I mean, look at what we're looking at. Like, yeah, you know, I see it. I tell you what. If you can go back to our old episodes, and I don't know which one it is, but once we said that traditional hip-hop may be like jazz, like I don't feel like that anymore. And I think ageism, the decline of ageism has a lot to do with why I don't feel like traditional hip-hop is going to become jazz. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. I, I I can totally see that. You know, so. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man, but if that's it, man, we can close this thing out. Yeah, I, I think, I got it off my chest. I feel better. Cool. <laughs> now that we've had this conversation, I feel much better. Cool, cool, because you, you, you came in hot, buddy. You was... <laughs> if I didn't know you was that worked up. If I, but, you know... I prepared like you was worked though. Let me show you. Hold on. That's page one, <laughs> two, yeah. and three. Three three pages of, you know what I'm three pages of thought. So I was like, yo, I noticed when you suggest one, you be about it. So let's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll close with this. The guy that initially started, well, well, 
led me to want to talk about it based off of what I felt like he was saying was foolishness on his TikTok. It showed me something that has to be changed, and that is music appreciation. We talked, we literally, I think, did an episode called Music Appreciation. We did. And that man, that's a big thing. When you um I don't because we already discussed it, so you can go check out prior episode about music appreciation and so much coming out so fast, this, that, and the other. A lot of reasons why music appreciation is real down and it's almost none at all. But we really have to figure we really have to highlight in our culture, uh, music appreciation, have, that whole concept has to make a resurgence. Yeah. That will help also with ageism because really, and, and some of it is just ignorance. Like, it's just like, oh, is, he's older than me. Like, I don't need to hear his music. He don't make good music. That's just that's just the ignorant stance, you know? Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, so that's, that's all I'll say on that. But I'm glad we had this conversation and you, you, you brought up multiple uh, great points that I think if um, taking heed to by the right people, it could definitely cause a shift in the culture in the right direction. Yeah, I think so. I think we both did, man. I think if we, and and the thing is, is the, it's, I think it's up to us to have these conversations with people that we know that are dealing with artists, you know, uh, share these thoughts and hopefully they'll do a little something. You know what I mean? To, to kind of guide these guys away from a narrative that we know ain't going to be healthy for them long term. Hell, it, be, it might be healthy, unhealthy for them super short term the way these boys are getting killed nowadays. Man. You know? So, yeah. you really have to take that into account. Bro. You can't just be out here saying you a hundred nigga down on a record. Cause that that wears out real fast, especially when niggas start hunting your ass. Yeah, yeah. So, and and, and unfortunately, I hate to say, and this is nothing bad because this is a legendary group who who we all love. Um, I know you love them, I love them, and they have classic albums. But unfortunately, they did like just like Fifty. They they adopted a narrative that it's hard for them to move beyond. Uh, it, so much so that even people, even their peers, don't check for them really any that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But like MOP, I knew you was gonna say MOP. You yeah, I, mean? I, I knew you was gonna say MOP. As good as they construct songs, as well as they rap, their music does age out because mm-hmm. it's just too click clack, click clack gun rap. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's just too, I'll knock your face off. No, you won't, man. You 55. Mm-hmm. No, you won't. You see what I'm saying? So, after a while, but, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Even though the last album they made was fire. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, 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 I, and that's what I'm saying. Not to take anything away from them, because uh, on Static Selector album um, uh, 8, uh, volume 8 that he released two years ago, it was a dope song with artists I've never heard before. New artists, but it was featuring Lil Fame. Lil Fame, he killed it, his yeah. verse. You know what I mean? Yeah. The beat was crazy. It was dope. But I'm just saying, like, the project, if they was to put out a project, it, it wouldn't stick the same way now. Right. Because 15 years ago. Their narrative was, we are Brownsville. 
Yeah, mashup posse. We are this era Brownsville. And that's yeah, what you hear. But that era long gone. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like that's exactly what they sounded like. We are this era Brownsville. That era, like you said, is long gone. They don't sound like that era anymore. They sound mm-hmm. well, they don't sound like the current era anymore at all. They but two two twenty years what how how many years? Fifteen at least fifteen years <laughs> removed from when it when it at least. At least. Because you talk about that first album shit. Right. We in twenty. Right. So but you're right. Like it is and, and it could be it could be great rappers, like great legends like MOP that respected people. Not that we don't respect Ross, but I'm talking about respected on a boom bap level that right, could, right. that could choose the wrong narrative. Right. Or choose a limiting narrative. I ain't gonna say they chose the wrong one because that might be who they were, but it was right. limited. Yeah, yeah, definitely limited. Yeah. Yeah. Onyx was a limited narrative. Uh yeah, you know, it's just it's a whole bunch of them, but there's tons of them in this area. It's just all, it's just yeah. one of the things that you just have to be careful of. And I don't think people, I think people choose the narrative that they that they think they can get most popular with. To be honest with you, oh yeah, for sure, because the popularity automatically equates in their mind to money, right? And that's right. what everyone is basically chasing now, right? And if you want to be an artist. A true artist, then you'll probably be closer to you, as close to yourself as possible, because mm-hmm. you're the one dictating the art. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be so far outside of yourself that the art is like a fiction novel. I I didn't want that for me. You know I mean I had no desire for my art to be fiction. Gotcha. You yeah. know I might wanted to be informative about something that I wasn't doing. You know what I'm saying? But that's not <laughs> fiction. Yeah, right. That's a life I'm close to, and I'm trying to walk you through it as best as I see it. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm also going huh? to I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it as artfully as possible. Right. You know what I mean? But so that's. But in that, you get in me. You get in my art. You get in what I see. So when I tell you about myself, it's gonna sound like me talking about art. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's gonna be me presenting myself artfully. So it's going it's going to blend right with me presenting this this scene that I saw. You know what I mean? Like they're going to mesh. That's why somebody like not to not put myself on no Jay-Z and no Nas level, but that's why that the the choice and narrative is similar to something that I would have chosen that I did choose for myself when I was rapping. Mhm. You know. Yeah. Without this, you know what I mean? But that was integrity. You spoke to it earlier. That's all it was was integrity, bro. Right. That's all it was. All it was, but yeah. All right, man. What you think? I think we done, man. We messed around, do two more episodes. Yeah, because we didn't gave him a postscript. We didn't gave him a PS. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but uh, if that's it, man, I'm just gonna ask y'all to follow us at Conversate for a few on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow the show uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Um, Subscribe to the show, leave comments, rate the show, let us know what you think. Share the show with your friends because that's the only way they're going to know that we're here is if you let them know. Uh, make sure you subscribe to YouTube. Um, hit the notification bell and leave us some comments in there too, man. Uh, we, we need to know what you think about these topics. It might give us some insight. Hopefully, I know it will give us some insight. Y'all don't think the same way we do. You know what I mean? So let us know what y'all think about the episodes. Uh, Stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch and the conversation for a few. 
uh, I don't even know what to call it, notebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but stay tuned for all of that good stuff, man. It's coming. Uh, but with that being said, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud. Debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.